welcome back, everybody, for another edition of the Club Cool Podcast. I am your host, Barrett Dudley, and we are brought to you by Wash Media here in the Wash Media Studios. Joining me, per usual, it's Phil Battaglia. What's going on, Phil? Hello. Uh, and uh, we have a very exciting guest in studio with us today as well, a special treat for all the listeners out there. It's Wash Media's newest podcaster, <laughs> Kayla Haby, co-host of the revamped Mail-In podcast. How's it going, Kayla? What an intro, Barrett. Thank you. You're welcome. How's, uh, <laughs> how's it going? Thanks for being here. It's good. Enjoying this cold weather, finally. Yes. We've had winter yeah. two times so far this year. Everybody is in. Uh, everybody, you know, like, they, I didn't even have to send out the mo- memo. Everybody is just, like, looking kind of fly today. Cozy Kayla's in chic. a really nice fall Rainbow winter sweater. sweater. You got your big coat. <laughs> Phil's over here rocking his leather jacket. I know. Phil's jacket is super um, sweet. Just looking, you know, looking hot as hell. Did you get a haircut, Phil? I did. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You were you were you were feeling yourself on that new haircut, and you were like, uh, "I'm rocking my I'm rocking like my leather." Got a mock neck. Uh, look at this guy. Barrett and I are both mocking. Yeah, we're mocking. Okay, we're Barrett mocking. and I, we're going to talk about you. Barrett's in a nice chunky sweater. Are those corduroys? They're cords, cords. Nice yeah, and a cute yeah, little yeah. beanie. Uh, Laura said I, that these pants made me look like an insurrectionist yesterday because of what, all the cargo pockets. I don't even know what that <laughs> word means. <laughs> she said that I looked like I was about to storm the Capitol. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Well, they're they're army green, so like that maybe. Why? In the on the giant pockets, you know. Okay, well, I've, I need I've a got full. My, like, I need you to stand up later so I can yeah, get a yeah. full visual. Yes. Of uh, these well, pants. I'll put the jacket on too because the jacket has oh. also too many pockets, and so <laughs> I love it's a lot. Pockets. It's a lot. I'm 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 into this pocket thing right now, but but she, you know, she thought I had like you know I don't know my garroting wire and like my you know <laughs> the thing <laughs> I was going to throw up on the Capitol. Your and, like, American flag up and, like, rolled yeah, up in your Ameri- pocket. Yeah, uh-huh. Oh, God. Exactly. Just, uh, you know, among other things. Um, yes. Uh, so, Kayla, you are the host of the Mail-In Podcast. You are a uh, a food blogger. Is Can I call yeah, you a food blogger? I, sure. That's like, I don't, the term is weird, but yeah. Okay. I have a food Instagram. Food Instagram. The bitch, I do have the, a blog, the, so yes, I'm a food sh- blogger. The bitch <laughs> chef. Um, you, uh, you've also, uh, let's see, you go viral on Twitter pretty regularly. I mean, you were, she's great on Twitter. You were in a, Honestly, you were in a commercial I, with Dirk Nowitzki at I one was. point. Okay, people don't talk about that enough. No, they don't. They don't. <laughs> they I don't. Mean, it might be arguably what you're most famous Honestly, for. Honestly, when that commercial first came out when I was living in Dallas, like I'd be out at a bar and I would see it on the TV and just be like waiting. I'm like, does anyone recognize me? <laughs> like, but no, nobody does at all. No one knows me. That was the biggest fan of that, I think, when I first moved to Austin was Dave. When I told him I was that Kayla, he was very excited <laughs> since he's such a big Mavs fan. Yeah. I you know, I, I only was putting this together, but you, you worked for the Mavs? I did. But you're a Spurs fan. I worked for the Spurs too Okay, in right. college. But yeah, I needed to get out of San Antonio, so I took my first job. I wanted to be in sports, so my first jo- job offer in sports was rival team. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. But they were Sometimes sig- it just it shakes out like that. They were significantly worse than the Spurs at the time, so yeah, it didn't feel- many championships. Yeah, and then my first season there, first round playoffs, Spurs and Mavs, seven game mm. series. It was the worst <laughs> worst two weeks of my life. You just wear black to work every um, day? That, I that had week. to wear the Mavs blue out shirts two games, oh, no. which was no. torture. I was like, oh my God, I'm like getting a rash. <laughs> like wearing the Mavs stuff like for work was always fine, but like when they're playing your team, right. it was difficult. But yeah, now yeah. I got through it. And then we won that year, so. Uh, well, we're we're really happy to have you here um, because it's just been a while since we've had a female voice on the podcast, 
and very long while. There were there are we obviously want to talk food, but we're going to talk style as well. Um, are you watching The Bachelor this season? By I, the way, I am watching it loosely. Loosely, okay. Yeah, I, there are constantly things that that I want to bring up style wise, but Phil over here refu- <laughs> re- refuses to partake. So no, we can talk about. It. I know enough. A, you know I, enough. I put it on in the background of things, so like I catch some stuff. I know enough. I I watched the first like two or three very like focused, so I know enough. Yeah, you yeah you've seen some of these things that Matt James is, yeah. is wearing. Yes, and that's that's predominantly what we're going to talk about today. Um, but let's let's get going here and let's jump into food because yeah. um, you know it's it's not very often that we have. I, how did are you a professional chef now? <laughs> no, I like <laughs> I use the term that Gordon Ramsay uses on Master Chef, Home Chef. A that's home what chef. I like to okay. call myself, <laughs> a Home Chef. I like so you know I, I'm I'm constantly cooking in the kitchen. I'm, I like I like, to, I like cook, to bake stuff. You cook a lot. Stuff. I do. Yeah. But how do you how do you graduate from like knowing your way around a recipe on a website to like developing your own recipes? Ugh, it's it was kind of hard at first. Um, baking wise, it's really hard to develop your own things because it's so scientific. So I would take like a base of something and then that's why I would adjust it to my own thing. Cooking is way easier because you don't have to be exact. You can toss a bunch of shit in a pan and then hope for the best. Yeah. So I guess it's just like learning flavors and what goes well and like watch I've watched so much food network growing up. So like and lots of food competition shows. Mm-hmm. And that's how you kind of learn tips and tricks and techniques and, like, what things go together, what, like, what you shouldn't do and what you should do. So it's it's hard, <laughs> but it's, like, a lot of practice. So I'm not a cook. <laughs> what are you talking about? You're a, you're a uh, well, you're a pizza tosser. Uh, well, no, I am a, I'm a cereal connoisseur. Oh, okay. So I can okay. make a great bowl of cereal. <laughs> Okay, wait. Uh, What's your go-to cereal? Morning O's by Mor- you. The way that you were so quick with that was so great. I, because I'm very passionate about the cereal. Yeah. Morning wow. O's with unsweetened almond milk. I was milk. just going to say, what milk are we using? Unsweetened almond milk and a minimum of two different either berries <laughs> and a banana. Oh. There okay. has to be at least two different- Two uh, fruits. Fruits. Two fruits. Wow. So you yeah. like to mix it up. Okay. But what I'm getting at is uh, my wife is Ashley. She she is a great cook. And so I'm, you don't have to be. I know, right? You're, yeah, you don't and have to be. And I feel like a loser, but at the same time, <laughs> if I, anytime we try and work together in the kitchen. She it, runs you out. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's too much. I get I, that. I end up screwing things up. But she's really into a lot of, well, this is kind of controversial now, but the Bon Appetit people, a lot of them which have left. Yeah. But they – they do a relatively good job still. I agree. I, I like a lot of their recipes. Nice stuff. Yeah. yeah, and their recipes. Do you get into anything from them? Um, I've watched their videos. I like to see them do, like, when they make, um, like, store-bought things. Like, they'll yeah. do, like, let's make Jolly Ranchers. Oh, and, like, yeah, that's yeah. cool uh-huh. because it's something I would never, ever try to do. So I like to watch that just to see, like, the science behind yeah. a lot of things that they do. And all, they're so talented. All the Claire Sappet stuff. With, oh, like, yeah. Uh, gourmet, I want her gourmet cookbook. Makes. Yeah, her, yeah. Cl- her new cookbook looks really, really good. She was great. Um, the, the one that we've been paying attention to a lot and pulling a lot of recipes from is the New York Times app, the NY Times app. Okay, it's, I get their, like, their emails. Like, and yeah. to, to get into, to be able to see all of them, you have to be like a subscriber, but it's like $2 a month and very, very worth it because I don't know. Do, do you ever, I, I, 
Do y'all like do Pinterest at all for recipes? I will. I, I'm sometimes. pretty sure I've seen every single recipe on Pinterest. Already. I search for if I'm looking for something super specific. Yeah, I'll search on Pinterest. Um, mostly for baking because yeah. I'm a I need visuals and the pictures on Pinterest are very beautiful. So mm-hmm. if you're like looking on Google. The, the top hits when you search for a recipe on Google are always going to be from all recipes, which yeah, I just like, yeah, yeah, don't yeah. trust it. <laughs> like, I don't want to make something from all recipes. Mm-hmm. And so I like to go to Pinterest and like, if it looks good there and like, I'll look at the recipe and see, okay, that checks out. Then I'll pick that. I'll pick it based on that. I but wonder who's behind all recipes. There's always like 2,000 reviews The on recipes there. all got together. <laughs> <laughs> Pinterest, so I, I refuse to sign up for Pinterest. You uh-huh. just so look at it? I get, you know how it inches up as you're looking at it? Like if you want to scroll down, <laughs> yes, and then it goes the, the paywall keeps coming So you coming have to go, like, the oh! first three have to be <laughs> yeah. it for you. It's I've so frustrating. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I, I I don't know. I can't ever find any new soups. I'm a huge soup I person. was going to say, the times we've talked about cooking is like you asking me if certain soups are like worth <laughs> Like, have you made this? Is it good? Like the Chrissy Teigen yeah, ones? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm, it, it's like my favorite, yeah. have my you made favorite any big, winter meal. Big soups lately um, that you like? Lately, no. I got into like turkey chili. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Because I'm, I'm eating healthy right now. So <laughs> I don't have anything exciting let's, uh, on let's, the docket. Let's go to the blog. Let's go to oh, the brand. Yeah, oh, look at um, that. Oh, you've got a, a bunch it. of really nice, healthy options. Look at those here. cream puffs. I know those are egg, the, those, not cream those puffs. Those are also very healthy, is what I understand. See, what's crazy is I see this picture and I posted this. I was just telling you guys about my tumultuous journey um, on a plane a couple months ago. Mm-hmm. I posted this while I was like sitting in the airport, miserable. Oh. So now I see it and I'm like, I think about it. <laughs> oh, I love it. My grandmother used to make them, and yeah, cream puffs are fun. There's... For some things that are fairly difficult, I'll post and highlight like a video. So like the cream puffs, I have a video up there um did are, are they are these cream puffs do they involve any lamination no okay. they don't right. no they're they're using the a one thing shoe I've not dough tried. wow okay i tried it i think we did talk about we this. did talk about some lamination. i attempted croissants very beginning of Woo! quarantine beginning of quarantine i was extremely ambitious i was like <laughs> i'm gonna do this i'm gonna do this and now since i'm making things with purpose like for the blog i've kind of dropped off from making like fun and challenging things because i want everyone to be able to make it and if I'm going to cook, I want it to be something I can cook and, like, share with people. Yeah. And things like sense. croissants are not relatable. Like, no one is going – I will never do it again. They defeated me. They <laughs> they won. I'll never – I, I was so – it was, like, a two-day process. I was devastated. Like, I spent $20 on butter. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and it took so long. It was just – it was heartbreaking. And they beat me. What and, is laminating? Okay. I'll let Kayla t- explain So laminating is when you're trying to incorporate the butter into the dough. So you know how croissants, they're fluffy and they have yeah. layers? Yeah, yeah. You have to laminate the dough to create the layers. So like you'll roll out your piece of dough. You'll you'll put the butter, which you have to put it like in plastic and bang it out to make it like a flat rectangle. Mm-hmm. And then you fold the dough, roll it out, and you just keep folding and rolling. It's like a- All the while, you have to make sure that the butter doesn't melt. Yes. The butter has to stay to cold enough to, to stay layered. Folding yeah. and rolling. And then you put it in the fridge. Then four hours later, you fold it and you, you roll it and fold it again. And it takes like a whole day just to fold it and roll it. And it's exhausting. What did they end up taking? The taste was off? The texture was off? They didn't rise. They got uh. weird. They didn't rise. And... I know my mistake, and I know what I did wrong, but I'm still, like, I'm yeah. too scarred. <laughs> I'm not over it yet. You're still grieving. It you, was... you ever had a Queen Amon, Phil? Oh, I don't think that I that's have. That's a GBBO dessert right Th- there. This is my favorite. <laughs> this is my favorite pastry. Where do you like, get them? 
Like, um, where's your favorite place to get that? So, uh, Cafe No Say at the oh, South Commerce they Hotel have great has really good ones. Uh, and they occasionally pop up at like various re- restaurant brunch menus. You'll uh-huh. see them on the little pastry, little pastry list. list. But if yeah. I if I see one, I'm ordering it. And you see all those little tiny little thin layers right. like wrapped lamination. up in a thing, and they lamination. just like peel off. That's the lamination. That's likely made with croissant dough, just yeah, folded yeah. into a different way. Well, I, but I don't have the I don't have this. The, the croissants, the lamination, I don't feel like I have the space for it. I feel like you need such yeah. a big, like, uh, clean, was, flat. So professional dough, kitchens uh, have rollers. Space. It's like it's like a machine where you put it in and it, it, and the, it rolls it out for you. Yeah. It's called like a sheeter, and you put it in and it does it for you. And so then and then you just fold it up, and then you put it in the fridge, and then you throw it through the sheeter. So if you have that, they're so easy. Mm. Like, I saw some video going viral about making croissants, and everyone's like, I'm going to try this. I'm like, okay, do it. <laughs> I'd love to see what happens because uh, I watched YouTube videos for days before I even tried. I was like, I need to make sure I'm doing this right. Yeah. And I got I did so much research and then I bombed it. Oh, I hate that. Well, while we're talking about dessert uh, fails, uh, <laughs> for Super Bowl Sunday, I tried to make this tiramisu cake from uh, from Half-Baked Harvest, which is, oh, a, she's which, great. which is another blog that I like. She's phenomenal. Um, and it came out. Here's my here's, okay. here's the crumb of my cake. It's way too dense. Okay. It was very dense. Yeah, no. So I was listening to last week's episode where Barrett says, <laughs> I don't. I think it's tiramisu is too hard, so I'm going to make a cake. And my mm. jaw dropped. I think I, was, <laughs> I think I was brushing my teeth when I heard that, and I was like, <gasps> no, because cakes are difficult. Tiramisu is just simply layering. Yeah. Um, so it looks like you didn't cream your butter long enough. Okay. When it I, comes to- Damn it. I figured it was Barrett. something to do with the butter. I left it out for two and a half hours. And then when I creamed the butter, I still got cold crumbles. Okay, you know so what I mean? the butter, since it's winter, if you leave it out overnight, it's not going to be soft enough. The way that I um, temper my butter is like I learned – I forgot where I learned this trick. You put it in the microwave. You do five seconds per side of the stick. Okay. And it gets it perfectly soft. Gotcha. Because um, if you just put it in – like and for ten seconds, it's going to melt because mm-hmm. it's not evenly. Mm. The heat's not being evenly distributed, so the the middle will melt. So you just turn it five seconds, turn it five seconds, turn it. Um, yeah, you have to cream the butter for so long that it like turns white and gets super fluffy. Okay, with the sugar, you you do you you cream them together. Yeah, I'm not, and I'm not really. It's been a while since I attempted a Is cake. Is that the frosting so on the top? It's the frosting on the top. Okay, and the frosting. I <laughs> She's think so I so disappointed. Well, no, because the angle. I'm like, I can't so tell if that's like. Let me, let me see if I have. I I, I didn't. <laughs> This cake didn't warrant like a full, for, okay. a full ah. pretty picture. Um, but so was it? It was a one layer cake. It was a one layer cake. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And in a, a round pan. And a round and a round cake. cake Interesting. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And the, we call those snacking cakes. Snacking cakes. Yes. Can you hear the disappointment in her voice? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm. I'm honestly proud. If this is your first time, did you use a stand mixer? I don't or have a stand mixer. mixer. A hand mixer. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You got it. Then you're just. You got it. And Cream it <laughs> so, and, until and your w- arm. My works. icing was actually really good. It's a it's the a marsca- mascarpone icing, when I, which I actually think I creamed a little too long. Okay. Because I it it, it was looking like really soft, loose. and I wanted it. Yeah, it was looking a little loose, and so I kept going. Okay. But then I got past stiff peaks, I think, and so it looks a little cheesy. I'll tell you what. But it tasted good. If you would have not given me all the negative reviews on this cake, looks, looking it at it, I'd be good. like, oh, that looks good. So the one thing that I did, that, we've eaten half of it. So yeah. it wasn't awful. The, the one thing that, that I did figure out is you got you to gotta pull this cake out of the fridge like an hour before you want to eat a slice and let it come back down you closer to room temperature. You should never eat cold cake. Yeah. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and it's much, much better. Um, so many rules. Yeah. Yeah, but as, cake as, is 
Fetish. As Paul Hollywood on The Great British Bake Off would say, um, my flavors are all there, but, but the, the, the texture, it's all wrong. It's all wrong. Oh, my God, that accent um, <laughs> Your fla- I hear him saying that in my brain. Your, fla- well, your flavors are there. Your flavors no, are there. No, it looks like you did a decent job, honestly. I'm impressed. Uh, thank you. A thank lot you. of that people can't pull off a cake. A cake is hard. Cakes are something I've gotten better at within the last year. I've been doing them like You have done business m- miraculous wise. cakes. I've like, been stuff selling. That's really, really, really impressive. I I, I haven't posted a lot of my cakes on Bitch and Chef just because. Oh, that's so looks good. Um, a lot of my cakes, I'm I'm selling them. Like a lot of people have come to me to mm. like just make cakes yeah, for like baby showers. Yeah, you've done custom cakes where I've been I like, do a you lot need to of go on Great cakes. British Bake Off. Um, if I were oh, British that. enough, ooh, that's that's um eclair cake. You could oh. do that so easily. It's like tiramisu. Whoa, that looks really good. It's don't, like Boston cream pie. Don't you think it's about time we had an American on Great British Bake Off? Well, they tried to do. Let's mix it up they a little tried bit. They tried that American Bake Off, and then Paul Hollywood had an affair with the married judge, and then it just went to shit. You haven't read all this what? drama with the with the what judge? So. They they had American an judge. American like Great American Bake Off. They tried to do it here. Oh really? And Paul Hollywood was a judge, and then there was another judge on the show who was like a married, like personality. I don't remember who she was, and oh, they had no. like an affair. Oh, yeah. He's pretty sexy. Is he? Those baby blues. <laughs> <laughs> um, wh- so is that cold? You serve that cold? That's called eclair cake. So you just make the cream filling, which is, I use a pudding mix, and I mm. add like a bunch of other stuff. And then you layer with graham crackers, and then you pour like a chocolate frosting over it, and then you put it in the fridge for like a, a day. And then the graham crackers like soak up all that pudding, and then it's like it, you slice it. And, oops. Sorry, bump my mic. But no, it's delicious. My mom makes a, a great Boston cream pie. That's what that t- It tastes just like a Boston cream pie. Um, you've got a mix here. You a lot of baking, a lot of cooking. Do you yes. do you prefer one or one over the um, other? I, I started out as a baker. So I worked okay. in a cupcake bakery in college for almost two years where I learned a lot about like cake decorating and all that stuff. I couldn't eat cupcakes for years after that, but <laughs> Ooh, um, what's up on that PBJ? Oh, that's I add granola to my PB and J just oh. for like a little extra something that looks great <laughs> i got that idea at a gas station really? i was on my way to the lake and starving and i went in and i grabbed a pb and j and didn't know it had granola and i was like what a game changer huh. it gives That's it great. just like some texture yeah. it's yeah, yeah, so yeah. good better than like a crunchy peanut butter yeah and you if you let it sit for a little bit too like it gets a little softer mm. but it's so good ashley has gotten me doing my pbj's i'm i've taken out the j and just peanut butter? Peanut butter, honey, and okay. a little salt on top. Oh. It's really good. Interesting. Yeah. What about any, what, no, no bee on there? No banana? Ooh. No, no bee. P B H S. I got, I want the jelly. I'm, I like, I like the jelly too. I you like do. the granola. The granola is, it's a great, it's a game changer. Okay, so now, so now that you're doing both, though, if you had to go on one of the shows, Top Chef or Great British Bake Off, which okay, one now are you see, going? See, that is such a tough choice because mostly I would like to go on the one I think I could win. There's no way I'm winning Top Chef. Okay, mostly that's fair. because of my palate. I think I don't. I, there's some things I just won't eat, and a lot some things that I won't that I don't like. So I think that would be really hard for me to succeed. Like I'm not going to eat octopus, so I don't know how yeah. to cook it. And, like, I don't know a lot about seafood. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I can cook, like, fish and shrimp and stuff, but you toss in anything more extreme than that, and I'm out of my element. So I think GBBO is something 
GBBO. And I've wanted GBBO. to do a technical yes. challenge so bad. Like, I tried finding, like, a fake one online. Okay. You can find the recipe, but you can't find a technical challenge where they where it's the same instructions. Oh, because right, Because I right, want right. it to be just as – I want to try the one where it's just, like, put everything in a bowl and mix, bake for – and they don't tell you how long or what mm-hmm. degree. I want to do that kind. I would like to know how those technical challenges would go if there weren't many, several of them in the tent. Because don't oh, you get yeah. the feeling that they all are just like looking Watching at one it. another? They're like, okay, well, they're putting theirs in now. Will, that, okay, that, I'm going to put mine yes, in. Yeah. yeah. Like, I yeah. feel like you should have to be more siloed for the tech challenges. Yeah. I also want to do it. Like, I want to full on do one with the timing as well. Like, I mm-hmm. want it to be like, you have an hour to make this. So then it's like way more real. But I really want to do one. Yeah. That yeah. sounds like good content for your blog. You can make one up. <laughs> yeah, I know I've yeah. looked into that. I have I have a cookbook. You need somebody else cookbook. to like, you need a like a like a fellow someone standing there watching me well, judging so like me. a fellow <laughs> you know chef to set one up for you and then you get you you can set one up because the thing is like, like i would have to remove the directions myself yeah, to make yeah. it even doable and then i would remember mm-hmm. no one i know really <laughs> is as big of a baker as i am to be able to do that well for you me. got buried here. I, yeah i'm gonna oh, I'm your heels. the wheels are turning i'm <laughs> gonna have to think i'm gonna down. have to think about a uh, a technical challenge i'm gonna give you i'm gonna make you do the uh the tiramisu cake with technical challenge style. oh for <laughs> sure just take out all the necessary steps i can make a cake in my sleep Woo! tell us about we were talking before we got on air about the tiramisu you do with the oh yeah cookies. okay so i got this idea from ina garten and she does um a tiramisu with chocolate chip cookies the tate's chocolate chip cookies mm. and instead of the lady fingers you layer the chocolate chip cookies down and oh. then you make it in a spring form pan so then you just release it and then it stays and it's so good that sounds lovely that does sound good it's called yeah. the mocha icebox cake if you want to google it do it's easy y'all prefer a chewy cookie or a or a crispy cookie. It really depends. I like chocolate both. chip. Both. I do too. I, I like it, yeah. it needs a little of both. Damn it. My, That's the real my answer. Ideal, Trick question. My ideal cookie is crispy on the ends. Exactly. The outside exactly. and the yes. middle is soft. That's yeah. one thing I yes. was like trying to figure out. Like my goal of like quarantine was like I want to make the best chocolate chip cookie. Uh-huh. But then there's so many factors that go into chocolate chip cookies. Like See, I don't like a real huge like thick Okay, the Levon Bakery in New York has Uh incredible, they're like mounds, but Uh they're different. It doesn't, I can't explain it. It's like not a typical chocolate chip Mm. cookie, but it's You should try those out of the freezer. Did you you end up trying them? Yeah, they're From Central Market? Yes. Oh, they're so good. You just pull them out of the freezer too and throw them in the oven for like five minutes Mm. and they're they're pretty damn good. I mean, for like a quick. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a big mound of a cookie, but it's not even like a cookie. I don't know what it would even be. It's It's like. Yeah, and it's no, it's heavy. It's oh. like a big cookie. <laughs> I had to carry a box of like six of those around New York uh-huh. when I was there last year, and I was like, "Oh my god, this thing weighs two pounds." <laughs> They're delicious, though. Uh, speaking of cookies, uh, I need you guys to give me your top two Girl Scout cookies. Okay, um, I'm gonna go. Are we using the old names or like? <laughs> so it's not Did old names versus names? new names. It's regional. I get because so from, mad from, when I grab a box that says like peanut butter patties. I'm like, from no. two different factories. That's the thing. Interesting. And the factories have slightly different recipes huh. and therefore call them two different things. So that's why you get Samoas versus Caramel Delights and peanut butter okay. patties versus well, ta- was it Tagalongs. I'm going to go Tagalongs is my number one, okay. which is a little, it, that's recent change. They're just so good. They are so good. So are you a Girl Scout cookie guy? I'm not. This but is torture because I've been trying to get some lately just to like keep until I can eat them. <laughs> but I know if I buy them, I will eat them. So it's been yeah. tough. Well, it tough was time. it was tough for me because a little girl came around, uh, you know, the neighborhood with you her with no. her dad, 
Take yeah, my no, credit card. I could not say no, but Take she was sold card. out of my top two, Thin Mints and <gasps> Shortbreads. <laughs> oh, Beat it, like kid. The, those are called trefoils. Trefo- yeah, see, <laughs> trefoils. I've always gotten shortbreads. I was shortbreads. a Girl Scout growing up, and those are my favorite. <clears throat> uh, but no, I had to settle for lemonades. Oh, see, I really like the s'mores, too. But the s'mores ones that are covered in the chocolate, they make two different kinds. Okay. And they're the ones that are square, and they're like graham cracker with yep. with the marshmallow, and they're covered in chocolate. And those are the ones that I was I was looking online to order some, and those are going out after this year. So I was like, shit, wow. I need to order like Better six stock boxes. Up. I think they last for like five years. Yeah, put them in the freezer. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. I think my number two after Tagalongs will probably be Samoa's just because they're so nostalgic for me yeah. as a girl. Samoas, Samoas slash caramel delights used to be my favorite. They, 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 um, they read too sweet to me now. Yeah, you can't have very many of yeah. them. Um, back when I was in an office, we would always have the cookies. Like we, someone would buy a bunch and leave them, and we would make like, like sampler platters. Like mm-hmm. I'd go in and grab like a couple of each. It was like charcuterie Girl Scout cookie <laughs> style. <laughs> I think oh, I that's like a fun fatty cheesecake. There, the uh, the thin mints are okay. I mean, they're good, but. I'm so lame. I like a shortbread, yeah. and I do like the peanut butter sandwich. The shortbread is criminally do you underrated. Do you like the dosi yeah. or the tagalongs? The dosi are like the ones that are like a sandwich. That. The tagalongs are the ones covered in chocolate. Oh, shit. No. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> the tagalongs, yeah. they're so good. They're like Reese's peanut butter cups. Uh-huh. And they're you're right. Delicious. The shortbread is underrated. It is. Yeah, nobody ever says shortbreads, but, but the they're Lorna so good. But the Lorna Dunes, yeah. shortbread oh, tastes yeah. just like them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. fair. See, I like a Lorna Dunes. probably the most replicable fix, flavor. you yeah, could get yeah, Lorna Dunes. That, that that, that's a good point. Because the first time point. I ever tried those little 100-calorie or 100-calorie packs, Lorna Dunes, those, yeah, like, uh-huh. from like lunches, mm-hmm. I was like, these taste just like Girl Scout cookies. Uh, Kayla, uh, one more question here for food yeah. for food stuff, cooking stuff, unless Phil has anything else he wants to add. What What is like the ideal thing for a guy to cook for you? Um, I don't know. I don't think I would trust that. (laughs) Nothing. Um, Not a damn thing. (laughs) No. Yeah. I mean, like, would you say, okay, do you, do you want to be, if a guy's cooking for a girl, do you want like, does it all come down to flavor or do you want to kind of be wowed by, by, by some type of technique? Like, should you just cook pasta? I feel like steak is the answer here. Or steak? Because I don't cook a good steak. And I feel like the best steak that I've ever had is my dad makes it. Mm. And so I feel like a man should cook a steak. Okay. All right. Gorilla steak or something. Yeah. Like, I feel like if I'm off for the night, not cooking, like I want someone to make me a steak. Okay. It's a delicacy. I tried that recently <laughs> you try to make a steak i fucked it up so I've we don't have tried a, a filet we don't before. have a grill and i actually and i rarely eat meat to begin with and so i was like let's do we had a nice bottle of red yeah i'll get the uh, uh a new york strip i was like this is so easy i know i've done a steak <laughs> plot twist i Had favor on speed dial yeah it wasn't it wasn't terrible but it was just not right See, I've tried like a skirt steak or like mm, a flank steak, yeah. but it just never tastes like it does like when you go and get fajitas. Like I, I just can't get it right. The, I can't the, do the, it. The key here is that you absolutely need like a real grill. Yeah, I agree. Gotta, right. It's got to come off a grill. I, and agree. I do. It's 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 not necessarily what I would think of. Like like oh, I've got a date coming over. Like gonna do something wowing. Like I'm gonna do a steak. But you are right. When I do cook a like, I we probably I probably buy like a like a nice New York strip mm-hmm. or prime uh, or something prime prime. I can't remember what it's called. Yeah. Prime rib. Uh, yeah, I guess. 
maybe. Okay. Yeah. I don't know much about um, meat cuts. <laughs> it's, but it, it is always a hit. And it's like the okay. be- and it's the best thing to like open up a big fancy bottle of red with yeah. as well. Mm-hmm. So it's that's it's yeah. It's a good one. I'm gonna go steak. My brother uses a sous vide. Yeah. Um, and he was explaining it to me. Like he leaves it in there, then he takes it out, and then like grills like a few seconds on each side just to give it like the mm. crispiness. Because yep. to but to me, a steak, the part of a steak that I love is the crispiness on the yeah. outside. I want mm-hmm. the peppercorns. Yeah. Like I want yeah. that. Mm-hmm. And I feel like a sous vide, you don't right. really get that. Yeah. I want it right off. I've the never grill. had a sous vide steak. I haven't me either. Yeah. But it just doesn't I feel like the seasoning is lost. Yeah. It has to be. You ever had anything out of an air fryer? Oh, no. yeah. <laughs> you have an air fryer? No, I do not. Do oh, you? yeah. I, no, I don't have one. But I've had like um, chicken breast in there. Really? Um, sweet potato fries, frozen. Apparently, it's just an oven. <laughs> it's an it, it's a it's like a um convection oven almost yeah. just blowing hot air <laughs> yeah, around yeah yeah it's just tiny <laughs> That's yeah. it's and it makes so... everything like the fries are crispier uh-huh. like when you when you bake fries in the oven they're still kind of soggy on some sides mm-hmm. but with the air fryer they're crispy all around and it's good to like heat up fries okay i've yeah, heard yeah. about heating pizza and there's really good because it gives the it makes the crust Ooh. crispy again so last thing that i had that just popped into brain um on on some of these really high-end homes that i've been showing they have steam ovens i don't even you know, know what that damn is it. i know what i don't know what it is either. oven is i've never heard steam of a oven. steam oven we'll come back to it but that, it, i've never it's like heard a of huge that. they put it on all of the descriptions of the huh. of the the kitchens it's supposed to be some incredible tool I was hoping you knew more. No, I've that. never heard of that. Well, either of Speaking of steam and wealthy people's houses, though, what I yeah. what, what I would like in you know my my seventeen million dollar house that you can sell me eventually, Phil. <laughs> sure, yeah. Um, is have you seen the the little steam closets? No. Where you put your clothes. What? And you, you just like your, flip a switch and it just steams and it just everything. Like, boom! Steams out. Steams wow. out. Whatever you want steamed. Wow. That's cool. Now that th- is, that's what I'm talking about. That is crazy. <laughs> I hate steaming things. I hate it. You. It could. is better than ironing things. Though. I don't iron anything. I steam. I have a steamer. I don't own an iron. I steam everything. And you could I hate do it. this. Go buy. You have the clothing racks. I know you do. The pop up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I know. Right? Whenever I saw Barrett teaching everyone how to dry clothes, I was I replied and I was like, "So I shouldn't be hanging my stuff over my doors because like that's what I do. I'll wash like fifteen pairs of leggings and then just throw them over in my doors. <laughs> I, I do the same dry. thing in the shower. Yeah, <laughs> that's all they dry. Get yourself some sort of tent. Mm-hmm. Either you know they have those outdoor. Um, it's a it's a camping. Where am I going to put this tent? This seems the backyard. This seems... I'm going to I'm going to create a steaming tent in the backyard. <laughs> will will you? I know you have a steamer. I feel like that sounds in, good in theory if you were doing like a fashion shoot and you needed yeah, to yeah, steam a, a lot, lot of, of stuff. stuff. But just like mm-hmm. in his everyday life, he should not be taking a tent. <laughs> Pop in his up backyard. a teepee in the backyard. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's got that thing. I'm going over to Barrett's for a steam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know what I I'm I'm very confused by the steam oven. I know. Yeah, I'll, I'll look into it. Thinking of uh, of our friends whose neighbors have a sweat lodge in their backyard. Oh man, that's <laughs> like intense. a sauna. No, he he builds a sweat lodge like once a month. What's the difference between a sweat lodge and a sauna? The sweat lodge will likely kill you. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh no. It's, it's, uh, it's, like, it's makeshift, right? Is it yeah, wooden yeah. at it's least? Not like a... There is a a fire that they build in the middle. Oh my god! And then have some sort of structure around it to where you can pile on. Like big, towels big, thick blankets, blankets, and towels yes, and like to create a dome <laughs> to hold the heat in. I can't believe it's made with an open flame. With an open flame, like, and so I'm everybody just scared. cruises on in, and it's supposed to be. They, they do it 
allegedly there's never been an incident next door to our, yet our, yeah that you catch one of those blankets on fire uh-huh. and everyone's toast well there was that <laughs> the famous neighborhood sweat lodge and whatever where was that that I don't even know killed a bunch is. of people years ago I, I didn't I didn't hear about that one <laughs> <laughs> it was a good one. Fact check: sweat lodge it was a killing. Sweat lodge um, that they were encouraging you not to leave if you started feeling bad. Oh, they said no. Let this it all out. Part of the process. You're Toxins, detoxing, you know. and mm-hmm. then you're. This sounds like some DMT shit. Exactly. Yeah. This, for some reason, this is reminding me of that. What is that festival? Burning Man. Burning Man. Like that's yeah, what I'm yeah, thinking yeah, yeah. of. The There's people that go sweat to lodges sweat lodges yeah. are yeah. into Burning Man. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I'm not sure. I can't. Now I can't. Oh, steaming to sweat lodges. How, what? Where, how did we even get on this? We're to steam, <laughs> steam oven. Steam oven. Uh, okay, here it is. To so, steaming clothes to sweat lodges. To so now killing yourself. In a, 50 people participated in October tw- 2009 in a sweat this? lodge in Sedona, Arizona. Oh, uh, I was going to guess. It home was of the sweat lodge. Part of uh, the. <laughs> Part of Ray's five-day spiritual warrior seminar near Sedona. Spiritual warrior. They were definitely warrior. doing ayahuasca This was tea. definitely oh, yeah. very yeah. burning Three people died. Yeah. Um, self-help guru I convicted of sweat, sweat lodge deaths. So that's the – see, that's the thing. When you contact the guru, <laughs> don't go for the sweat lodge. No. You will um, not be participating. Okay. I don't have a good segue here, but I want to talk about TikTok because, yeah. <laughs> Phil, are you – Okay. I am all in on TikTok. Ah. I've learned so much. I don't know a damn thing. I, I like hearing about it though. Let's well, have talk. you have you heard about the recent culture war that's happening no. on uh, the on thing TikTok. about TikTok is I need all of these teens to remember who got them here. You know, millennials. <laughs> we paved the way for them on social media, and now they're just shredding us. So, Phil, what the what the Gen Zers are are doing on TikTok right now? They are coming after millennials, millennial women in particular. For their skinny jeans and, to a lesser degree, their side parts. Okay, well, I haven't had a side wow. part since I was in high school. So, Kay- yeah, Kayla, you're, you're, already, middle, you're already rocking the middle part. I've been so, a middle parter so... since, you know, um, college. Okay. So lay off. Get off of um, but yeah. they, but they skinny jeans. There's basically all sorts of little, you know, little short little just coming at us, like videos, making fun of us for skinny you know how jeans. they do all their little memes and stuff. Yeah. And it's like yeah. you know, it'd be like, what would you rather do, die in thirty seconds or wear skinny jeans? <gasps> and it's like, die in thirty seconds. <laughs> okay, like, I got him. Okay, my uh, feelings yes. towards skinny jeans. I am wearing a wider leg today with the raw hem. Okay, big. This is this. I'm I'm into these jeans mainly because I've become a sneaker girl. Um, and so these, I think sneakers look the best with these types of jeans. Yeah, you Skinny got on the jeans. geese today. We're a big, we're a geese podcast. Oh, we thank are. you. Big, big geese, I get made fun podcast. of a lot yeah. for my mm-hmm. geese. I am a big geese gal. Geese gal. Um, I have one pair that are just covered <laughs> in glitter that I can't, I, I've kind of retired them a bit. They're a lot. <laughs> a- Ashley has something They're like that. They're super glittery and I get, my cousin calls them my Jojo Siwa shoes. <laughs> <laughs> and so I get embarrassed That's to wear them. That's a good burn. Them. And that would, also, that would also make it's me. such a good burn. Burn. from uh, so now yeah. i have like more just white ones with a little bit of glitter but anywho so skinny jeans have a purpose i think if you're wearing like a good heel or like a high um like a boot like an over the knee boot i don't like skinny jeans and sneakers though that's not something that i'm into ultra skinny jeans oh yeah on mm-hmm. women guys can pull it off but on women i don't i don't love it i think skinny jeans look better with you know like an ankle boot mm-hmm. or a heel Granted, I feel like the last person that should be talking fashion, considering I've lived in sweatpants and athleisure 
for the last year. <laughs> so, yeah. So how has the pandemic, like, you know, I, I feel like I, I know you pretty well. Like you, you like to get dressed up and I go out clothes. and shop and, yeah. and, and post great grams and oh, like, thanks. you know what I, I mean? haven't posted like, a great gram in quite a bit. Right? And, and so this <laughs> is something that we're game. all kind of desperately <laughs> missing. I feel yeah. like is the opportunity to, to go out and see our friends and go to dinners and go to bars and like and wear clothes. get dressed up and wear cool clothes and like all this. Um, and I know for, you know, it's it's kind of been a year where you are determining whether uh, whether shopping is like something that is like a true hobby and a collection or whether it's all function. Like I talked to a couple of friends this past weekend who have bought like a guy and a girl, husband, wife. They bought like two things each this entire year. At the beginning of quarantine, things were showing up every day. And I'm like, <laughs> when did I, I bought, I bought these Nikes that are like, pink and holographic with like it's like a leopard on the inside they're like the most insane things i feel like i bought them in like a fever dream because then they showed up and i was like what are these like why did i get them they're really cool though i think they're i don't know the style i know they're like a little higher like a thea's Air Max? They're Air, Air Max. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're Air yeah. Max. And they're like pink, white, and like silver metallic with interior leopard print. I'm and into that, that was like my first crazy thing that I bought. But have you, I mean, have you been like, are, oh, yeah. Are you shopping I'm for stuff, stuff for like for later? Honestly, I have bought a few things that like when the so beginning of quarantine, I shop at a local boutique here called Beehive. I'm mm-hmm. a big. Shouts to Beehive. I'm a huge Beehive girl. And so in the beginning of the pandemic, I really wanted to support them. So mm-hmm. I went I went on their website and I, I ordered a bunch of stuff. And then <laughs> I, I bought all of this, a few things. I was like, oh, this will be cute for work soon. Or this will be good for like my birthday. You know, I was very mm-hmm. naive with it, thinking it would be just a couple more weeks. Oh, yeah, yeah, we'll and be, so yeah, I bought we'll all this stuff like months, that months, has months. just been in my closet. I'm like, oh, this will be great for when I go to Europe later this year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Plot twist. Did you um, have a Europe trip planned? Yes. You had to cancel no, it? No, I didn't. I hadn't booked it. Okay, okay. All but right. it was in the- It's conceptualized. Was, yeah. I had a whole itinerary plan and everything. I was Damn. just waiting because then everything was happening and I didn't want to book it. And then it was supposed to be September. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Here yeah. we are. <laughs> um, but yeah, I was buying all this stuff mentally from my vacations I was going on. Okay. Um, Let me think. Yeah, I bought a lot of things from my hypothetical vacation that are now just like (laughs) hanging out. Um, Yeah, I did buy a bunch of regular clothes, but my athleisure collection has tripled, (laughs) maybe quadrupled. Like my leggings, I have every shade pattern you can think of. Lots of comfy clothes. I got into Skims, Kim Kardashian's line. Just the fuzzy pants are incredible. Um, Hoodies. There's some sweatshirts I'm into. Yeah, if if I am if I do not leave the house on on a regular typical day, like it is very much sweats, oh, yeah. Yeah. like you know, very very lazy stuff. But I I've been trying to make an effort where like if I am going out to do a podcast or even to go to the grocery store or to Any do this excuse or to do to that, put on try jeans. to put on like real clothes and like you know look good even though I'm going to be out for sixty minutes, ninety minutes, and like nobody's going to even see my face. Yeah, but um. But yeah, it's 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 been interesting how people have like ha- had different approaches. Whether they're have just completely like eliminated spending on on this type of no, you know, mine increased frivolous style. I stuff. was shopping more. Or if you're just like still kind of like you know at mm-hmm. it. And I mean, it's you know for a lot of us, it's just it's either a hobby or like a form of therapy or it's like, therapy. I love know, clothes. Like, I'm a very trendy person too. Like I like to be on trend. So if I'm seeing stuff that I'm like oh. 
well, <laughs> I, need I need that. that. And then by the time I'm going to get to wear it, it's yeah. over. <laughs> so, so you have to be purging constantly too, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, I'm, see, I, I don't mind. Like fast fashion is one of those things that like you can't escape. Like you always – you can I use it for a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Like if I need something that I'm only going to wear maybe once or twice, I'll just buy a really cheap version of it. But yeah. there's a lot of things that I consider like – like jeans. I'm not going to buy a cheap pair right. of jeans. Like mm-hmm. I've done it before. You get to wear them like three times and then yeah. they're stretched or they're ripped. Like something happens. But when it comes to just like tops and things that are like more mm-hmm. trendy, I don't mind spending like a lot less on them yeah. and getting more of them. But no, I do a lot of – I've tried Poshmark, but it's a kind of exhausting. Like yeah. it's a, just – I don't have a printer. So trying to get this label no is like so stressful <laughs> and – I just it's hard to keep up with it. And then of course everyone's purging right now. So going to like Buffalo Exchange or like Plato's Closet, I'll take six bags of clothes that are really nice, some yeah. with tags on, and I'll get five dollars. Oh. Yeah. They're like, We yeah. took one thing and it's some hideous thing yeah. from like Forever Twenty One. I'm like, Why is that what you chose? <laughs> Those places are really, really rough for women's clothes. It's depressing. I feel like I'm like one of very few guys bringing in good I stuff. I bet you make so, good money. So I at usually stuff like, like that. get a decent Mm-hmm. You know, something decent, like not a great return, but, uh, you know, I can feel good about it. But S- Laura has the same like experience where she'll bring in, you know, two boxes full of stuff that was, you know, barely, all from like barely re- used, nice yeah, brands, d- decent places, nice mm-hmm. brands is from Revolve or Reformation or mm-hmm. like wherever. And it's like they pass on almost all Everything. of it. Everything. Yeah. It's and wild. I don't, I don't and then understand the what they're they, looking for. Then I walk around the store yes, and that exactly. just makes it worse. I'm like, really? This <laughs> Target shirt is better than like my nice Revolve outfit that I paid a lot of money yeah, for? Yeah. So I, what I do that where I don't feel bad is like I take all of my stuff to the Austin Pets Alive thrift mm. because then I don't feel so bad oh. about it because I know it's going towards a good cause. Yeah. Like I don't want to go to Goodwill. Like I just, meh. but it, taking it or like, um, when I lived in Dallas, I took stuff to like the women's center. Yep. Mm-hmm. I would feel better about that. Um, I don't mind getting rid of stuff that was like was expensive because some stuff I'm like, Ugh, these are expensive. I yeah. don't want to give them away. But then I don't want to wear it either. So does Buffalo Exchange hold you hostage while you're doing the? Oh, the... I hate when they hold you yeah. hostage. No, so Buffalo. It's why I prefer Buffalo to Plato's Closet. Plato's Closet holds you hostage yes. now because yeah. they, they those places <laughs> That's will such just a good like way to put it. will. Take all your stuff, and then they'll be like, "Okay, we'll call you back in an hour." Good, and they're like, "Okay, we are going to offer you twelve dollars, twelve dollars mm-hmm. for these nineteen things that we took, or whatever." Yeah. Buffalo sits there and prices they out your go item. through it while you're standing there, and so, it's kind of demeaning. Like uh, you're like, "Oh yeah, that, that's but, no. but so yeah. the, the last time that I went to Buffalo, which was just a couple weeks ago, they wanted to to put like there there was a nice pair of boots that I was attempting to to you know to sell. And they told me that they were going to do them at like $32, which would make me $10 or yeah. whatever. And I was like, no, no, no. I'll, I'll keep those. So I've definitely done that before. I'm like, no, you put, you can put that one back. Yeah. Consignment <laughs> places are good like it, where you don't get money until it sells. Right. If you have good – if it's like a quality yeah. item. Like mm-hmm. I've, I've taken like nice pairs of designer shoes and things like of that nature and that sells good. I mean you still make like – Nothing. $25. Yeah. But. Is that what Buffalo Exchange does? What? No, they no, give no, you no, money no. right there. Okay. Yeah. There's some yeah. places, I think it just closed actually. It was called Rags. Yeah, it and did. Rags, mm-hmm. I took a bunch of stuff there, like some higher end things, and you only get money once it sells. Yeah. But like it wasn't it wasn't bad. But then they closed. So I had to go get all my stuff. <laughs> um, so b- beyond the, the I the almost kinda... wore a sweater just like that one in the middle. <laughs> the pink one? <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, uh, we're, we're, we've got a, if you're watching, by the way, if you want to see the stuff that we're talking about wow. on screen, uh, check out youtube.com slash wash media and you can just watch this whole thing see, and, and get the full visuals. I want to um, think I would look really good in the first outfit, but like I would not. Look at <laughs> those jeans are weird. They're so the big. Well, I just don't have the body type for that. I'm like, ooh. For this one right here? <laughs> yeah. I, but you, you, I think you do. You're tall. I don't. I know, but I have really wide hips. Like, and so that those kinds of pants like just do not look good on me. I, I just for 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 Ashley who's you know sm- small petite mm-hmm. ha- has she been able to find that that's where I feel like it's the the skinny jeans versus the straighter legs yeah. and all the yeah. Gen Zers yeah. like that, the high stuff rise, like that like, would swallow her. Yeah, yeah. If you're five two like Ashley or Laura it's, like it's hard. It's really hard, it's really hard to hard. to wear a jean that's not a skinny jean that's mm-hmm. flattering. The, yeah. like that, that or you suits probably are paying an arm and a leg and tailoring. Right. Yeah. Right. So that's what I like to do. Yeah, I have a hard time finding <laughs> jeans in general that fit me just because I every time I say this, people are like, oh, what a problem you have. I have like <laughs> wide hips and like a big butt and then my waist is smaller. So like my if I try on like a certain pair, they'll fit me around the waist, but then they won't like it's just hard to find things. Yeah. Like, I can pull it over my hips, but then it's so big up top. Mm-hmm. So finding jeans that fit in general are very difficult. Are, are there any other women's trends happening out there right now that you either love or hate? Okay, I'm really over this like the sh- the long sh- athletic shorts vibe, like like the me? biker the biker the shorts. Biker shorts because so, it looks good on Kendall Jenner, okay? <laughs> but the people I'm seeing doing it do not look them. good in it, uh-uh. and I've seen I'm seeing too much of it. I've seen some really attractive girls and women, women. Let me preface that. <laughs> I've seen some really attractive women in these, and it's still I'm just like that. I don't like it. Just I wear, hate I it. would rather. The the full length yoga pants. I just I see too many. Or just people like even shorter, that, like a volleyball yeah. short. <laughs> oh my god! So I bought some shorts in the beginning of like beginning of the, the pandemic. I was like, oh, it's too hot to like wear leggings. I'm gonna go running in shorts. I bought these shorts not knowing like how like the the the, the sizing works. <laughs> they were like underwear. I'm like, I can't wear these in public. <laughs> uh, like they need to like more better visuals on those spandex shorts. But I don't love the biker shorts. I thought that would end, but it has not. Um, one thing I'm into obviously is sneakers. I wear sneakers everywhere. Mm-hmm. It's just so much easier. I hate wearing heels. I hate wearing anything uncomfortable. I just want to wear heels. Yeah. Um, let me. I can't think of anything off the top of my head trend wise. Um, let me see. While you're thinking, a steam oven is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's it, it does it all. It does it. Yeah. Okay. So you can steam I've never a, a tray of vegetables in there. Oh, okay. And you can cook, you know, anything, and it will it will do what basically what a sous vide would do. You it adds steam and that heat just seems too difficult. I want a regular. It oven. gets plumbed directly love... into the water. It's a full deal. My dream kitchen would have ideally a regular oven and a convection oven. Uh-huh. Convection ovens are better for baking, mm-hmm. just because the air circulation. But I still, I'm way more comfortable with a regular oven, and I would love double ovens. That's like oh, Ooh, yeah. a dream. Well, this one you can start with. This one it's fifty seven hundred. <laughs> Thanks. I'll call my apartment so we yeah. can swap yeah. it out. <laughs> Um, okay, wait. What are some other girls' trends? You've named some for me. We'll do like um, rapid fire. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
I do like a two-piece set. That's kind of. I like that. I like that. Oh, the 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 silk skirts with the sweaters. I'm in. I just started getting into that. Okay. I'm probably way at the bottom. Like it's probably fading soon. But (laughs) I I just could never find a skirt that fit me. And now that I have a couple, I like wearing those with like a chunky sweater. That's nice. Um, I I mean, I really like the. My favorite. I always feel weird talking about women's because typically my favorite women's trends are the ones that emulate or pull from menswear the most oh okay like the and so, i do like, i like the matching blazers and short sets i do like those a lot blazers okay. are having a good moment but yeah i don't have anywhere um, to wear one too. But so I, I, i've always like you know you, you mentioned sneakers i like sneakers mm-hmm. uh i like the i, I like like the bomber jacket st- uh, okay. styles um or like uh I, you know, Stag's sister store, Daughters, mm. that, that carries, like, a lot of stuff that leans, like, almost, like, very Japanese. Okay. Um, is, is, is all really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you, any, anything else? The one thing the I hate, actually, now that Phil? we're on this topic, that has come back are, like, overly ripped jeans. Like, these were cool when I was in high school. Mm-hmm. And so, like, the ones that are ripped, like, showing, like, your whole thighs. Yeah, it's like, I, wh- I, what? No. I like, like, <laughs> a nice rip at the knee or, like, a couple spread. But, like, the giant ones where, like, your whole leg mm-hmm. is exposed. That does not make sense to me. Barrett called this at the very beginning of the Club Cool podcast back in the day, the, the blowout knees. It never you, lasts. They never, it never lasts. Yeah. No, it, all, I, it always comes in and out. And I still it, have some. And I will wear them again wow. one day. <laughs> I like the, I have like the Abercrombie ones that were like super flared. You know? I'm not talking about like the rip all the way. Oh, up. see, uh, just I the have knee. I just have the, the knees, knees. Yeah. and those are always ones I wear around my dad. And he's like, "Hope you didn't pay money for those." Uh, that's a classic dad classic dad line. Yeah. I have a couple still like that that I do like, but I don't like the over overdone rips. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with I, holes I, in them. I feel like right now, like like uh, distress. It's subtle distressing is what yeah. is raw more hymns. in. A raw yeah. hem, or like a, or like a cut edge on a sweater or a t-shirt, or um, even like Golden Goose, which is like hand distressed but not mm-hmm. doesn't have giant I holes in it. I just remembered something I hate. Um, you know, so it's 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 just like it's the smaller kind of mm-hmm. little little uh, you know instances of distressing yes. that are okay. A trend that I better. absolutely cannot stand are the square-toed sandals. No what do one. Those, look like? the, those started, I think, Bottega Venega. If I'm saying that right, I think they started it. I don't even know what that looks like. And now they are everywhere, and I just think they are so hideous. They're square-toed, like sandals, like open toe. I think you're talking about like this. Um, not necessarily. I don't like those. I don't <laughs> like those either. I have one pair that I bought that I did not know were square-toe. I got them like on super. Okay, maybe like Kim Kardashian. I feel like is who they're like kitten heel. Like, I think those black ones with the thick second, those, that is like that's no bueno. What everyone is wearing, like all like the TikTok girls. Okay, I hate yeah. them. Square toe, square toes are weird. The Kardashians too. I don't like the square toe. Um, one thing you you mentioned blazers, but one thing that's coming back for men and women right now that I really like is the leather blazer. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, and then another that. one that I like is uh, now that I'm thinking about it, and again, this is like kind of pulling over from from men's here. But uh, I've seen women in loafers with socks. I like that. Which I think I is I really wanted cool a Gucci too. Princeton loafer for a very long time. And yep. I was going to buy myself some like to wear to work. But not, now that I'm not going to work. I don't like the happen? ones with fur. I like the slip-on. Yep. Just like the gold and black ones. That yep. might, I know a girl that has like some really fun printed ones. But like I, I'm all about like investment pieces if I'm spending a lot of money. Yeah, totally. I do like fun, colorful stuff. But oh, I like that. Mm-hmm. Let's see if there's... 
I can't put, I can't find this one just came oh. to me, so I can't remember where I was looking at at better pictures of it. But I, I mean, basically, if like Haley Bieber is wearing it, I'm I'm typically into it. You're into it, yeah. She has great style, yeah. but she also has like the perfect body to wear. <laughs> she can pull off anything because she has a great body. Yeah, which is always that's that's the hard thing about it, right? Yeah. Like, see, what's so f- same thing with the biker shorts? Like, of course, Ken, like you said, Kendall Jenner. They looks look great, great in them, it. but a lo- but the average person, you look like an idiot. She didn't even look good in them. I don't think. But I think like, just it creates a weird. There's really silhouette. no place to wear that that I think is acceptable. I just don't understand. It's them. weird. It's just very weird. I like. We've talked about her before on here. Julia Johnson does the. I don't even know who that the is. The colorful, hand painted, Dickies. I I um, I'm into the the um the what are those boots called? The Doc Martin trend. Mm-hmm. I can't pull them off, but I do like them. Like the I white agree. ones are I cool. Agree. And red. I've seen a girl in some red yeah, ones recently. Yeah, I don't I don't have that vibe. I would look like a super try hard. I have some like patent leather boots like that mm-hmm. that I got from ASOS that I really like. But every time I wear them, I feel like I look like very like dominatrix. <laughs> like Okay. See how she does like hand paint. Oh wow! Those. I like very unique stuff like that too, and I yeah. like color. That's one thing too. I'm laughing still. I'm just thinking about the blazers because, like in college, I had blazers like all these different colors. But they were like the fitted ones, mm-hmm. and I wear them with like a tank top and jeans <laughs> like, to parties. I wore them out all the time. Uh, yeah, I like. That. Like, it sounds like it would look good staple, now. Still, like party so. outfits. Like, and Zara was like the place to get a blazer. The oversized blazers, but they're not I like over, them. Oversized. Like the menswear looking ones are really great. They just hit, I guess, a little longer, longer, yeah, but are yeah. still f- um, tailored. Tailored. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, well, before we run out of time here, let, let, let's talk about uh, the Bachelor real quick because okay. I, I know that that people are talking about the style of Matt James on the show <laughs> uh, and. Uh, really what is standing out to most is his obsession with turtlenecks. Honestly, that's like what Phil looks like right now. Great. Phil's uh, in a Matt James chic <laughs> outfit. The mock neck and the jacket. Uh, but this this man has been wearing multiple turtlenecks like per episode. Okay, now what's crazy is like we know he has a stylist. So I'm imagining yes. they come into his room and they're all these outfits, and he's like, no, we're going to go turtleneck yeah. again. Like, every single one. Three he of just them. keeps yeah. pointing to he's the like, turtleneck. Yeah, we're going to go turtleneck, we're going to go turtleneck, and we're going to go turtleneck. And I like the turtleneck as, like, a style of swerve. Good on him. Like, you know, the, like, this outfit in particular with the kind of blue overshirt, it, it's very 70s, it's very movie star. Mm-hmm. It looks great on him. But when he continues to show up in turtlenecks, it's yeah. a little weird. Okay, it's not know? like a... It, <laughs> I like it as a once every every now and then type yeah. of thing, but when it's your signature, it's like, dude, what's with the turtlenecks? I'm imagining that picture of the rock, you know, with like the chains over it when yes. he's like posing yes. by the stairs. Like, yeah, that's what yeah. I think of when I think of men's turtlenecks. Uh-huh. Um, and, and and it's getting to be like where he's almost doing like a like a parody like, of yeah, himself, or like he thinks that like that's what you're supposed to wear at a Pennsylvania resort. T- you know, the hotel. <laughs> I mean, thing. but look at like the foliage behind him. Yeah. He's pulling it off. Um, we're going to get to that one. Uh, here's another turtleneck for him to fly in a plane. I don't, I don't love the pants look there. So, I don't like those shoes. Ooh, with those, those are tight. Shoes. Okay. They're so, so th- let, that doesn't look good on let's him. Let's just talk about it. He's the, too tall. The other problem that Matt James, way worse than any of the turtlenecks, is that this man's pants are way too tight. Ooh, those I are tight, I think that tight. he is the guy that skips leg day. Does it, mm. Like I think he has very skinny legs and he's he a very broad shoulder and he has a small waist. But guys just shouldn't be wearing jeans this tight. No, they're way too tight. Like That's they, my... these are leggings, basically. Oh, shit, I my head. <laughs> I do like those leather pants. Keep those on. leather pants in the back. I just got some some leather pants that are um, like a wide leg. 
And they're I almost wore them today. They're I'd really like to nice. see that. Sounds tight. They're yeah. real, and they're so soft. Uh, but yeah, he, they, so he that, that's the. I, I, people are talking I about that, the turtlenecks, but, but what is outfit. what is standing out to me is it's that like the hamburglar. He is like, <laughs> and th- th- this is you know this 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 happens right like guys like catch up to trends right as the trend is dying, mm. and, and they so, wear like, every single day this ultra tight jean like this like jeans this tight were never really all that stylish. It was that was like the mm-hmm. the extreme end of it, and now he's he's like you know if you talk to Matt Jane, he's probably like yeah skinny jeans right. <laughs> I'm in my skinny jeans. Also, uh, the sunglasses. And skinny jeans are like, you know, not not what not what's super hot right <laughs> Ugh, now. This whole outfit, the aviators. I get it. Like you're in a plane, you want to wear av- aviators, but Is they don't pilot? match. No, but like the plane behind him, like those glasses just don't match the outfit. I hate that. I hate that outfit. Um, hate it. He, more turtlenecks. Oh here. my oh, god, wow. that's a chunky one too. Uh, and see, I like the sweater. I like the barber jacket I like the here. Jacket a lot. But but something about. I don't know. His whole vibe on the show has been almost like he's wearing East Coast costuming. <laughs> you know, like he's wearing something. He's been wearing like these like plaid suits with like a plaid shirt and then a and then a big silk tie. Somebody was like, "It's fall, and we're going to make you look like a Thanksgiving table." Yeah, is he is, is is where is this taking place on the East Coast? Yeah, Nima Collins. Nima Collins. Nima Collins. Nima something. Somebody got mad at me for pronouncing this wrong, and I probably it's just like messed in it Pennsylvania. Up again. It's mm. like a resort. Lots of, uh, yeah, it looks like somewhere you go to pick apples. Yeah, it yeah. actually looks pretty sweet though. It does look website. awesome. Are they, yeah. Is this? Yeah. It's taking place during COVID. Yeah. Yes, they like have. They're at the whole resort. They're bubbled. Ah, they're, they're bubbled. bubbled. Like the bubbled. Okay. Yeah. yeah, they did. I felt so bad for Claire because they sent her to like Palm Springs to so like a La Quinta resort, and oh, it was like 110 no. degrees every day. And then no, this here is they're way, like in this better. beautiful fall place yeah. with like an actual resort. They were like in the desert. But yeah, so so he's been in. You know, we're talking about like the celebs that look great and everything. He's a giant, tall, handsome, very yes. well built man. Yeah, and I just I feel like his stylists are are they're close, but they're kind of letting him down a little bit. Yeah, I or don't, he's picking he, the wrong things that they are offering. See, because his body type is he's very broad up top, but he's got like a very thin waist mm-hmm. and skinny legs. So all these things are putting him in. He looks like very like a cartoon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I yeah, can't yeah, explain yeah. it. Very cartoony because it's just not flattering for his silhouette. Yeah, um, I agree. Now, if you go, and I want to give him the benefit of the doubt because if you check him out on Instagram, like he he still does have some of these jeans and pants that are too tight. But his style <laughs> when he when he gets to kind of like do what he wants, like mm-hmm. so I saw some photos of him at down in Tampa for Super Bowl stuff, and he looked great with like a little more casual, and he's got his beer grown out, and he's like wearing a cool beanie and like. He just, I, I don't know. I think that the some of these really buttoned up looks, I don't think are suiting him very well. I think he's trying too hard to be like male model. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Instead it's like of hashtag like menswear. civilian. A little bit. It, yeah. Instead it of a, little like a civilian man, like uh-huh. a normal guy, he's trying too hard to be like yeah. fashion. Right. Yeah. 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 That's that's like good. runway. Um. All right, Phil. I think uh, we're about to t- out of time for for Damn, you, aren't we? That flew. It, it really did. Uh, <laughs> Can Kayla, we come we, on again? Yeah, we'll yeah. Ha- we'll have to get you that back on again fun. because there there's several things that that we weren't able to get to today. But I um, 
What's the bottom line on the? Do we are we telling Gen Z TikTokers to fuck off? And, yes. and, and we're gonna hold but on to our up, skinny jeans for a little while longer. Keep the content up because I want to know what skincare products I need. Yeah. I want to know. <laughs> I want to know more about this Did rice water in my hair thing. Like I want to know all this stuff. <laughs> but like, leave the people that paved the way for you. Yeah. Leave us alone. Yeah. Like we're doing our best. Have we're ever, turning thirty. Like we're doing. We're doing our thing. Sure, Have you ever tried any 40. of the, the hair things <laughs> where they like wrap up the hair in like a in like a sock? Uh, no, but I've seen like the long skinny things you roll up and then they're like, yeah. I've, I've done that before. Okay. Um, yeah. but There's... I do feel really cool whenever they're like, they're using things that I already have. And I'm like, Oh, I was ahead of the TikTok. <laughs> Fuck TikTok. I, I will get, get on there. I will no. get on. It took me, I fought it, Phil. I fought it for a long time. But then I got on, and now, like, I will spend – my phone, I don't get notifications when I'm in an app, like, for text mm-hmm. or anything. So I'll be on there for, like, pit. hours. And I'm like, That's what I'm trying to avoid. And I have, like, missed calls, missed texts, like, <laughs> emails because I've just been on TikTok. Um, no. Yeah. We, no, we really will. I, I didn't even get to, like – we were going to do this whole thing where we, we showed you <gasps> cool uh, men's outfits that we that we think and know are trending oh, and get your, and get your hot take on them. So we will have to get you back to do that soon. Maybe the trends um, will have changed by then. They might have. <laughs> you never know. Uh, Kayla, let's plug your stuff. Where can we awesome. follow you? Where can okay. we uh, hear more of your voice? <laughs> For those who want that, <laughs> um, my Twitter and my Instagram are both at K-H-A-B-K-A-Y-H-A-B-Y. My food blog is The Bitch and Chef. And then I, we, I think... Let's see. I think it's the mail-in podcast on Instagram and Twitter. We always forget. <laughs> it's really bad. <laughs> but the the mail-in comes out on Thursdays. So, so check go check out. out the mail-in podcast. How's that been going? How, wh- what good. episode are you on now? Oh, God. I think we're like on five. Five? Yeah. It's a lot of fun. This was fun because I I can just talk, you know? Yeah. No one's no, no one's future like relies <laughs> on what I'm talking about today. <laughs> on, your, on your advice? <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, yeah, uh, and you can uh, follow us on Instagram as well. It's at Club Cool Pod. Today's podcast brought to you by our, our Patreon. We have a new tier. Um, we're doing little tiny short format podcasts. Uh, a lot of them are solo pods from me. And uh, put the first one out for all of our patrons just this past week. And I'm actually going to attach it to the back of this podcast as well. So stay tuned. Oh, like a sneak preview. If you wanna, yeah, if it's a little sneak preview, if you want to hear what those are going to sound like. And uh, if you want more of those, go check us out, patreon.com slash club cool we very much appreciate everybody's support thank you phil thank you again to kayla for being here go check out the bitch and chef go listen to the mail-in podcast follow her on instagram at khaby and uh, we will definitely have her back on because um Thanks, guys. it's always nice fun. to have a to have a female perspective <laughs> on some of this uh clothing and style stuff for sure we don't know what we're talking about no, uh, no, you know more really. than I do. I know <laughs> nothing about. Did you not see? I got my my button up, button down, the whole take. Well, that's we don't have time for that. <laughs> <laughs> we'll save it for next time. Yeah, All right, I'm we'll an s- offline, Baird. I have lots of questions for you. And you <laughs> okay. Phil. We'll see you guys next week. Adios. Later. See ya. is a little bonus podcast it'll be short format sometimes 10 minutes sometimes 15 maybe a little longer than that i guess we'll just have to uh to wait and see but uh i'm expecting to have two maybe three of these a month and uh and they'll just kind of be quick little podcasts to talk about whatever is top of mind something that we 
missed on the regular podcast or something that just doesn't warrant a full-on conversation. Um, this one is going to go out to uh, all patrons, not just those in the uh, in the higher-paying tier. Just want to give you a little bit of an idea of, uh, of what these might be like. So welcome, everybody. Hope that you are uh, checking this out and hope that you find something of interest in it. Uh, today, here's what I want to talk about. It is truly something that meets at the intersection of style and pop culture. Uh, it's something that I've never... Uh, I don't i don't know that anybody else does this outside of me, but... So I'm a big Saturday Night Live fan. I have watched it since I was young with my parents, and it's still something that I do pretty much every single week that it's on. does not matter if it's a bad season or a bad show or a bad host. I am watching... Uh, I've probably only missed a handful of episodes over the last 10 years. And um, I just, it's something that I, I just take a lot of pleasure in. And obviously, it's its hit or miss on the sketches, but I, I really, really enjoy just the, the entire, the, the cultural relevance of it all. And uh, within the last few years, all of these episodes have started popping up on Hulu the next day. Now, what I love about this is that you get the entire, you get the entire ninety minutes. Now, it's obviously not ninety minutes take, without all the commercials. But what I mean by that is, you get a lot of times SNL tends to run a little bit late. If you're watching it on NBC Live or, or recorded from your DVR, you'll see the host say goodbye, and then a few of the credits roll, and then it typically cuts off because they're out of time and they need to to move on to whatever's next. And um, on Hulu you get an extended, you know, 60 to 90 seconds of those credits rolling. And those credits roll over cameras that are basically panning out and panning back and forth and just kind of going wide shot and then going narrow um, to the cast, crew, host, and musical guest, just kind of rubbing elbows and chatting with one another on the stage. Um, Now, obviously, what the host chooses to wear here for for the goodbyes essentially for the thank yous is always of interest to me um you have people like harry styles that just you know like kill it like full full gucci trousers and a christopher kane t-shirt and a bodie you know patchwork jacket looked absolutely awesome that that boat jacket is is one of a kind but it is high on my wish list um other times you have you have people that that almost take it m- a little bit more theater kid, you know, they're basically in like a black t-shirt and black pants. They clearly just got undressed from whatever the latest, uh, or the, the last sketch of the evening was. And, uh, and then you have guys like, uh, last weekend, you know, somebody like John Krasinski that just looks sharp and kind of, you know, put together, but, but, but very classic, you know, nothing, nothing out of the ordinary, nothing stand out essentially i think he had on a dress trousers and a uh you know kind of a crew neck sweater with some type of embroidery on the chest um now he looked great but you know nothing nothing super exciting except to what we will get at here in a moment which is while i love seeing what the host is wearing and seeing what everybody else is wearing um bowen yang always in designer always in something cool uh, it's also really, really fun to look at everybody's shoes and there are always shots 
that are basically waist down and you get to see what everybody's wearing. And there are actually quite a few sneaker heads <laughs> as members of Saturday Night Live. There's obviously, there's uh, there's Michael Che who puts his sneakers up on the desk at the end of Weekend Update. Um, Beck Bennett, Colin Jost, and Kyle Mooney all are usually wearing, you know, some type of funky Nikes or Adidas or whatever. And then, um, as I mentioned, Bowen Yang, I've seen him in like, in, in one of the limited edition Crocs before. Anyway, it's, it's always something that I'm looking out for, uh, is what, what shoes everybody is wearing on that SNL stage. And so the ability to watch this extended credit sequence on Hulu is, um, just like a, just this small little thing that I take, uh, great, great pleasure in, um, so what I wanted to bring up here, just to kind of spin this off into uh, into the moment, is John Krasinski's footwear at the end of last weekend. Um, he was wearing what looked to be kind of a either a shiny leather or a patent leather dress shoe with a very thick, almost creeper-like rubber sole. And the creeper sole means that there's not really a distinction between the heel and the toe. There's not that little cutout right at the arch. It's just all flat across the bottom, and it usually like extends kind of off the sides of the shoe on a true creeper, and then a lot of times it has like ridging. Now, his just looked like a big, flat rubber sole on the bottom of a dress shoe, um, but it looked great. It was like, it was a perfect kind of, especially for a guy like him who's who's really clean cut and, and you know, plays Jack Ryan on on uh on the Amazon show and was Jim, you know, this is not a guy that's like setting fashion trends, but he always does look really good and really clean cut and really sharp. And these were like a nice little swerve for that type of outfit where it's something unexpected and a little bit more fashion forward than just a classic derby or Oxford dress shoe. And they were awesome. So I definitely have my eye out for for pairs of uh of shoes like that that have that that kind of thick flat bottomed sole on a dress shoe or kind of like a dressier, chunkier boot. Uh, another thing that happened last weekend, Pete Davidson, friends with Machine Gun Kelly, and I believe they both had a fling with Kate Beckinsale at one point. So I, I, right as credit started rolling, I, I, I brought this up with Laura, and I was like, I wonder if they're, I wonder if there's any, like, if that's weird or not, or if they have like beef, or if they're just still boys, or like, or what. Similar guys, you know, probably running the same crew. And (laughs) um, as soon as I was like posing that question and thinking about it out loud, Pete Davidson tackles Machine Gun Kelly off the stage. So there's always just these little, (laughs) there are these little things. It's just, it's that are so fun to, to watch because everybody like, you know, essentially the show is over. There's this massive sense of relief. You know that the big after party is going to happen, at least pre-pandemic. It was a, a, a very, very big deal. I'm not sure how that all works now, but it's still really just kind of like, you know, you, you, they, they pull back the curtain essentially and you get to see famous people and famous people that are cast members of SNL mingle with another and mingle with one another. And it is always just kind of, uh, it's fascinating to me and, and I love it. And if you are an SNL fan, you need to start paying attention to this. Maybe you already do. Um, and uh, yeah, that's what I got today. The end credits of SNL and what to watch for there. So that that's it. That's going to wrap it up today. Like I said, this is just a little short format type of thing. 
Um, this is what I am thinking about today on Saturday, February the 6th. There will be a new episode of SNL this evening. Uh, we've got Dan Levy, who, um, I, if, if you're a Schitt's Creek fan, you know that his wardrobe as David is like, and the, the wardrobe of everybody on the show, especially Moira, uh, especially, but especially Moira and David, they're two of the standout pieces of, of, of getting to watch. They're part of the visual language. Um, Dan Levy as David is always, always, always 100% in designer. Rick Owens footwear almost exclusively. Uh, he wears a lot of Neil Barrett uh, and, uh, and and a few other brands, kind of assorted assorted similar brands that, that live in that realm, but a lot of Rick Owens. And so uh, I, I was reading a, a column this was probably a year ago at least, and it was from several years ago, talking about, you know, they bootstrapped this show together. It was not, they did not have a big budget. And so it, he talked about how they put that wardrobe together. They did a lot of vintage finding, a lot of like eBay hunting, a lot of resale shopping, you know, finding these kind of kooky pieces at uh, at, at less than retail prices. And quite a bit of it came from his own personal wardrobe. So we, we, we've seen him in the public eye recently only at like award shows and, and at, at things like that that, re, that require a little bit more of a, a formal dress. But this evening, uh, I'm sure that he will come out on stage for the monologue in a suit. But at the end, when you get to show a little bit of your personality, a lot of people wear, wear some type of statement t-shirt or, or say something uh, that they find meaningful at the end. And, um, you know, but I'm, I'm definitely curious to see what, uh, what he puts on for that, for that final moment. And, uh, you should check it out too. All right. That wraps it up for today's Markdown episode. And, um, yeah, I'll see you guys on the regular podcast. Bye.